Gesundheit. <laughs> um, so I have to go to the store today to buy <laughs> fuel for my weed eater. Exciting. It's not. <clears throat> so I have to go to the store today because I need to get uh, fuel for the weed eater. <laughs> and before anyone yells at me for going to the store for something that is not a necessity, trust me, it is a necessity. This morning, okay, before that, we have been putting off doing the yard because of all this mess and because it's been raining. So today is like a really good day to do it. Besides that, though, I took Sassy out this morning and I lost her in the front yard. <laughs> Like legitimately, I lost her. I thought she was in the street and I was like panicking and screaming her name and she was just too busy. Like I couldn't even see the grass move because she was like <laughs> sniffing. She was like sniffing and so she would stay in one spot sniffing that spot for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and so I had to get in there and I was like looking for her and then finally I find her like towards the front of the fence and I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe you just did that to me. <laughs> and she looked at me like, what is happening? Why are you freaking out? <laughs> I've literally been screaming your name for 15 minutes. Where have you been? The small but, fry. So I need to do the yard today or I'll lose her again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And the neighbors can think you're insane. Yeah, they probably were like, this lady... <laughs> Is schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I feel like there was something I was going to say, but. So we've been debating on doing this for a while, but we've decided to do a party episode. And we're not like physically in the same room, even now, like we've never been. <laughs> but um, we are calling it a party episode because we're both under the influence of something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can try to guess what, what it is. Yeah. Yeah, we won't confirm or deny, but the in reality, it's just two gal pals hanging out, getting to know each other better. We don't get to hang out. When we get to catch up, it's to record most of the time. So our short little segments at the beginning and end is us just, you know, chatting so we're just going to have a party episode to chat the entire time and see what we uh, come up with, see if it's funny or whatever. Yeah, let us know what you think of it, because uh, if you don't like that, we won't. Or shit, we'll take some suggestions if there's uh, some topics, you know, top three oh, topics yeah. decided by our listeners. And if they want to hear our opinion on something or see how we feel about something, yada, yada, submit yeah, those and. Great idea, Abby. We'll talk about it. Yes. Or if you don't give a fuck, then I don't know what to say. <laughs> what are you wait. doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Just wait for your regularly uh, scheduled. Yes, regularly broadcast. scheduled. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm the one that's telling the story today. Hello. Yes, it is. All right. Oh, fuck. Okay, no. <clears throat> Let me take one more swig of this here. <laughs> okay. 
On February 19, 1994, at 8.15 p.m., 31-year-old Gloria Ramirez was rushed to Riverside General Hospital in California by paramedics. She was conscious, but confused and unable to answer any questions properly. Her heart was beating too fast for her body, her breathing was shallow, and her blood pressure was dropping. Gloria was sedated with Versed, Valium, and Ativan, and given lidocaine and Bertillium to ease her tachyarrhythmia. When it became clear that she wasn't responding to the treatment, the ER staff tried to defibrillate her heart. This is when nurses noticed an oily sheen on her body and a fruity, garlicky smell coming from her mouth. An RN named Susan Kane attempted to draw blood from Gloria's arm and noticed an ammonia-like smell coming from the tube. She passed the syringe to medical resident Julie Gorchinsky. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Julie Gorchinsky, who then saw manila-covered particles in the blood. Oh. Within moments, Susan complained that her face was burning and fainted. Physician Umberto Ochoa called for a gurney and Susan was wheeled out of the room. Meanwhile, Julie began to feel nauseated and lightheaded. She left the room and sat at the nurse's desk, but passed out moments later. Next, respiratory therapist Maureen Welch also fainted. It had only been minutes since Gloria had entered the ER when all of this began, causing an internal emergency. Wow. They were ordered to evacuate all emergency patients to the parking lot. While the infected staff removed their clothes and placed them in bags out in the parking lot, a skeleton crew worked on saving Gloria's life. Unfortunately, after 35 minutes of CPR and defibrillation, Gloria Ramirez was pronounced dead at 8.50 p.m. Wow. (laughs) Keep on coming up. Jesus Christ. I just need to get this out of my... At least you didn't burp super loud on your episode like I did. Oh, yeah, you did. You're being polite about it. Mine was in the middle of my sentence or something. Yeah, it was like right at the beginning. You just let it rip. It doesn't bother me, but I know that there's people that are... Yeah, sorry, guys, if you didn't like that. That's on Monday's episode. But uh, um, I'm surprised you didn't even... That's the funniest part is that you didn't even react to it. You were just saying something to what I said. You didn't even say, oh, shit, nasty. Yeah, I didn't even... I just carried on like normal. (laughs) Uh, Good, good. All right, let's go. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) You're waiting to see. Okay, yeah, okay. Okay. Two nurses moved Gloria's body to an isolation room. One of them, Sally Balderas, began to throw up and complained her skin was burning. A total of 23 out of 37 staff members that night were ill, and five were hospitalized. Sally spent 10 days in the hospital suffering from apnea. Julie spent two weeks in an intensive unit with hepatitis and a vascular necrosis in her knees, a disease where bone tissue doesn't get enough blood and begins to die, and subsequently spent months using crutches. A hazmat team arrived shortly after and examined the hospital but found no chemicals. Days later, the Riverside Coroner's Office performed an autopsy in an airtight examining room. They examined the body and air from the body bag, but the results were inconclusive. 
Nevertheless, Gloria's cause of death was said to be cardiac dysrhythmia, resulting from kidney failure from cervical cancer she had previously been diagnosed with. So that is the story, but um, I also have the theories on what possibly could have happened. Mm. First of all, what do you think could have happened? Wow. Um, I know the story, so I don't want to be a cheater about it. Okay. Then but if right. I, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'll let you give it to him. Okay. All right. So since Abby is a cheater, <laughs> the theories are, I think there's one, two, three, four, five. No, 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 four. Sorry. There's four theories and they go like in depth here. So hold on to your seats because we're getting in here. The first one is mass hysteria. <laughs> Two scientists, doctors Ana Maria Orosorio and Kristen Waller <laughs> from the California Department of Health and Human Services interviewed 34 staff members. They concluded that the medical personnel had suffered from mass hysteria, most likely triggered by the fruity, garlicky odor. Both Julie and Maureen denied this as a possibility. Julie even filed a lawsuit seeking $6 million in damages, stating, among other things, that mass hysteria does not cause a vascular necrosis. Furthermore, she pointed out that the likelihood of 23 trained ER staff members who are not unfamiliar to strange odors would succumb so easily to mass hysteria. That's one. Uh, the other is DMSO, the Forensic Science Center led by Deputy Director Pat Grant from Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory found an abnormally large amount of DMSO in Gloria's system. As such, they theorized that she had been using DMSO as an anti-inflammatory. If Gloria used this gel to cope with cervical cancer pain, it would explain why her skin seemed to be covered in an oily sheen and why a fruity, garlicky smell was emanated, emanating from her mouth. Livermore Labs believe that when the paramedics gave Gloria an oxygen mask on the way to the hospital, it mixed with the DMSO and caused an oversaturation of the chemical. This led to some of it crystallizing and appearing as particles such as those noticed in the syringe. Though mm-hmm. so this first part of the theory was tested and confirmed, it didn't explain how the harmless chemical ended up infecting 23 people. To explain how this happened, Grant's team came up with a theory, which they never tested. It is hypothesized that the electric shock from the defibrillator caused the DMSO to break down and mix with naturally present sulfate compounds in Gloria's body. It is hypothesized that the electric shock from the defibrillator caused the DMSO to break down and mix with naturally present sulfate compounds in Gloria's body, potentially generating dimethyl sulfate, a potent chemical that can cause paralysis, derylium. Yes. Damn it. I've been doing so good with all these big ass fucking medical words. Son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, it's because it's hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> we can't focus. Not enough oxygen. It's hot in this bitch. Okay, here we go. A potent chemical that can cause paralysis, delirium, convulsions, and damage the heart, liver, and kidneys and central nervous system. 
Though the team who came up with this theory supports it as a possibility, many other scientists, including Stanley Jacob, who did most of the chemicals clinical research in the 60s, have claimed this to be impossible. One issue people have with the theory is that industrial workers who have accidentally been exposed to dimethyl sulfate did not have the same symptoms of the hospital staff. The most likely symptom to appear first is crying, as if the person had just been sprayed with tear gas. Moreover, mm. it would have taken longer for its effects to have been felt. The coroner's office sided with this theory and claims it to be the most likely cause of the event. Gloria Ramirez's family denies that she used DMSO, though. The next one is the hospital's poor conditions. In 1991, poisonous gas was accidentally released from a sterilizer at the hospital, and two employees were hospitalized. During an inspection in 1993, sewer gas was discovered in the ER. This led to Gloria's family believing she died because of the hospital's poor conditions. Oddly, the coroner who performed Gloria's original autopsy, Dan Cupido, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it. I'm actually 100% sure that's how you do it, but (laughs) uh, claimed that she did not die of natural causes, but later changed his opinion. Furthermore, Stephanie Albright, an investigator for the coroner's office who was assigned to Gloria's case, committed suicide one month into the investigation, according to Caputo. (laughs) 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 Capri Sun. I was going to say that. Oh, my gosh. According to... Cupido. <laughs> if it's in Spanish, that makes it even worse because I failed royally. But anyways. Poquito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you ask if they speak Spanish, un poquito. <laughs> oh no offense. Uh, non-speaking, non-Spanish speaking individuals. <laughs> um... <laughs> According to Capito, she had been under a lot of pressure. <laughs> I want to say Capito, but I don't know if that's right or not. <laughs> At this point, it could be anything. Honestly, Most alarming, the syringe which contained Gloria's blood was thrown away accidentally. What the hell? Yeah. The Ramirez family filed a malpractice and wrongful death lawsuit against Riverside County as they are certain that the hospital is covering up what truly happened. What? The last theory is a meth... (laughs) No, not meth. Mm -hmm. It's methylamine. Methylamine. Uh Uh-huh, yes. Methylamine. Methylamine. There we go. Mm -hmm. In 1997, the New New Times LA... What is going on? It just looked weird to me. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. Hold on. According to the Capri Sun Times. In 1997, the New Times LA published a theory in which they claim that Gloria's death and illness of 23 staff members was caused by methylamine. Right? That's what we said. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm a precursor drug used in the production of methamphetamines. 
Interestingly, it is interestingly (laughs) known to have an ammonia-like smell. According to this theory, members. uh Oh, (laughs) there's like a bubble in my throat. I can't hold it back any longer. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I had a bubble in my throat. Okay. Uh-huh. Ooh, okay. <laughs> According to this theory, members of the hospital staff were involved in drug making and smuggling. It is believed they used ivy bags to smuggle methylene. Methylamine. 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 And that an infected one was accidentally given to Gloria, not only resulting in her death, but also in the intoxication of the staff. Excuse me. There it is. (laughs) There she is. There she blows. Gloria. (laughs) Perhaps the most compelling evidence is what Livermore Labs found while examining Gloria's organs. In their report, it was stated that they had found an abnormal amount of nicotinamide in Gloria's system. Nicotinamide is a type of vitamin B3, which is commonly mixed with illegal drugs as it adds to the euphoria. Ooh. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Vitamin B3. All right. Uh Uh-oh. Hello. I said, uh oh. I know, and I said, hello. Do they sell that at Walmart? (laughs) Oh, hey. I'm going to die. It says, plus, it is cheap and potent and can easily increase profits. Furthermore, Riverside County is America's largest drug trafficking distribution center. Wow. Two months after her death, her badly decomposed body was released for an independent autopsy and burial. The Ramirez family's pathologist was unable to determine a cause of death because her heart was missing. Her other organs were cross-contaminated with fecal matter and her body was too badly decomposed. What the hell? Mm -hmm. But I mean, they did all of these tests on her, so I don't know about that fecal matter, though. That's disgusting, but I don't know. Yeah, it all got mixed up. What the? Yeah, I don't. I guess they just threw it all back in there, like, however. That's fucked up. On April 20th, 1994, 10 weeks after her death, Gloria Ramirez was buried at Olivewood Memorial Park in Riverside. Even after 25 years, has it been 25 years? It's been 25 years. Really? Hold on, let me reread. What was the year? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, 1994, 26. God damn it. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Been 26 years. I guess it's still 25 because it's not April yet. Oh, wait. She died in March, right? Yeah, she did. She died in February. God damn it. Okay, it's 26. Anyway, here we go. Even after 26 years, no one knows for sure what happened the night Gloria entered the ER room. What? I thought it was solved. No. I thought it was solved that uh, she was trying to use a home remedy for her cancer. It was that, that's the DM whatever. And they started, and she started mixing shit, and then that's how the chemicals got made in her blood and her skin. Mm Mm-mm. And that's what killed her, is like she accidentally poisoned herself essentially by mixing her home remedies together like that. I read that somewhere too, but while I was doing this, that was not anywhere. <gasps> They're hiding. It's it. not on Wikipedia. I honestly think I read it on Wikipedia, and it's not on there anymore. Damn, I heard it on like a 
documentary I, or something. I remember reading it somewhere, but yeah, definitely no. Because that makes sense to me that that's what happened. She was like drinking something weird and it it made ammonia in her stomach. Yeah, I remember reading her, her bladder or whatever and a bunch of shit. She like pretty much poisoned her organs at the same time. And then on top of having cancer, it just like killed her and made a toxic fume, a toxic chemical come out of her blood. And so that's why those Are you sure that passed out. And a theory? It might be a theory, but um, I don't remember if it was ever stated like as what happened. Here we go. I'm going to go back and look because I'm pretty positive I didn't see it anywhere. Um, oh, yeah. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's nothing. Okay. So that was what you think happened, what she, what you just said? Mm-hmm. She was dubbed the toxic lady or the toxic woman. So my theory is, and this is help from Jeremy because he was like, I told him the story and he was like, oh my God, what if this, this, and this? And, I'm, and we like played off of each other. But anyways, um, <laughs> I we think that she was some sort of X-Men type. <laughs> I'm going to pee myself. And, Go on. Or some sort of like, like, have you seen that show Heroes? I'm literally. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, but I know what it is. Okay, so she was like something like that. Like, and she absorbed people's like energies and shit. So when she she was already sick before she got in there, right? Because of the cancer and stuff. So when she got into the hospital, like she absorbed all of these people's um sicknesses that were in the ER. And that's why, like, each person that came in contact with her had, or like the two that the two nurses that were most in contact with her after she died, had two completely different uh, things that happened to them as a result of being like around her. So mm-hmm. we think that she absorbed these sicknesses, and then whoever touched her like got their own set of customized sickness based on how their bodies reacted to what she or how she was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is the most, that is like really thinking outside the box. That's what we thought. Wow. Yeah. We were also under the influence of things. So yeah, that's usually how that goes. Interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the toxic woman has gone down in history and has even been put into, or, you know, her story was incorporated into Grey's Anatomy in one of the episodes. It was. Mm-hmm. I love that show. It was a medical anomaly. Um, they described it, so they had to use it. That Yeah, that one is an interesting story. Yeah, the first time I, I just feel it. like they did figure out what happened. Mm, I didn't read anything, or I couldn't find anything. What you said earlier about her, like, basically fucking herself up. medicating mm-hmm, with weird stuff. That's what they think she used. On, I'm sure on top of other things, but it doesn't specifically say. I was so scared one time because it was around the time I was in elementary school. So I think it was like 2003 or 2000 something. And in the news, there was this thing about a child dying from mixing a cold medication with a vapor rub or icy hot medicine of some kind. 
And those are two different applications. One is ingested and one is applied to the skin. And somehow the child died due to some kind of chemical reaction. Or maybe the kid was like sensitive to what happened or whatever. And I remember I was so scared because I had put Vicks on or something and I had Tylenol that night. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> That's because my mom was freaking out. Like she couldn't believe that happened. We have to remember that the things that are provided to us they still react with each other yeah. in our bodies. And so uh, people mostly think about, you know, don't drink and take medication or don't mix certain medications. I mean, it's true. Like, mm-hmm. it's just weird. It I don't know. True. It can turn against us if we if we use things in, incorrectly. Yeah. So I think that's what happened to her. Speaking of mixing shit like that, uh, I'm part of like a witchy group on Facebook and they share like different little things that they do whatever well this one lady (laughs) was Mm -hmm. talking about how she was trying to do a jar spell so you just put all of the ingredients inside the jar and then you seal it with uh candle wax and you can like bury it or like keep it or whatever Mm -hmm. it was to like it was a revenge thing like she was doing it to get back at like an ex and she put her pee and bleach inside of it. And everyone was like, do not do that. Like, fucking get rid of that shit right now. Mm-hmm. You are about mm-hmm. to fucking pass the fuck out if you haven't already. Oh, yeah, God. I was like, okay, this is where it gets fucking stupid. Chloride and nitrogen, fucking ammonia. Yeah. Ammonium. Urine is, hold on, because there's um ammonia, ammonium. Amine, amino, those are different. Yeah, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People mixing yeah. shit. I was that. like, oh, dear God, these fucking people. <laughs> like the other things that she put in there, she was trying to put things in there that were. <gasps> it broke down into hydrochloric acid. That's what it is. You scared me. Sorry. The urine, uh, the ammonia, and the bleach. Produce hydrochloric acid. It breaks Urine. down into that, and uh, and it and with the ammonia, it makes the chloramine vapors, and that's what you inhale, and you fucking can die. Well, her shit <laughs> was like foaming. It was like coming out of the jar, so oh. she was like freaking out. But she had put a bunch of other shit in there, like the things that you're supposed to put in there, like to symbolize the thing. Yeah, that I you know. Want, right. So, mm-hmm. um. She put like all kinds of shit, and I don't. I'm pretty sure it was her pee, but it was definitely pee. I just don't remember if it was hers or not. But I don't know what the bleach. I was like, the bleach. Why would the fuck would you put bleach in there? Like she's cleansing her. But fucking be smart. Do something else. That's where. That's where that shit. That would be an example that someone against or a disbeliever. Of that kind of stuff would use oh, that as an yeah, example. For sure. This is where this is what witches like think, and they don't know basic science. LOL. Like, okay, yeah, don't use that one fucking, idiot as an example. Half the fucking human human population fucking knows basic science. Jesus, <laughs> get off Pinterest. If you wash your hands, you don't get sick. Yeah, here we and we're back to square one. <laughs> I cut out all of that conversation and left in the part where you say 
she cut out a bunch of stuff so you're welcome but if y'all want to hear our hot takes gets pretty heated you'd probably be surprised at what our opinions are on what the situation is so let daniela know anymore want to know anything about what was said during that half hour of us talking about what's going on right now and we'll see what we can do i guess i don't know i'll see what i can do (laughs) (laughs) 15 minutes that's the best i got (laughs) what do you mean they can only hear 15 minutes oh oh yeah yeah wow you did that math very quickly I literally just said a number, and that was all I did. No, it made sense, because about 30 minutes of it is a long thing, and th- those 15 minutes mention a few names here and there. Oh, okay, so. only five minutes. I got five minutes. So that's the bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Fine. I guess. Get off my soapbox now. Yeah, no. <laughs> that shit's going right into the trash we're filing that under there's no- more than one toxic woman <laughs> and i met myself oh because i remembered what i said yesterday <laughs> oh my god i forgot about that on the party episode i can't stand it i don't want people to hate me after that episode i said they're so not because it. you're gonna make up for it by being embarrassing and playing your phone out loud to what your party songs oh, are yeah yeah i just come off as a fucking douchebag like just don't fucking listen to me <laughs> so do i what the hell i wore that freaking backwards hat because my hair was dirty okay i'm out of that phase of my life it was a last effort it was a lot. So if anyone's the douchebag between us, it's me. Get out. Even though you didn't let me say jacking off, so. I don't Rude. know the only reason. You know damn well the only reason why I fucking even said anything about that is because it was the party episode. You told me not to say it. And I'm trying to blur the lines to what we can say as men and women. Because it means the same thing. It's the same thing. I want. I mean, I was trying. I was yesterday. I was in a. Let's just put it this way: you're you're talking pinstripe suit. I'm talking relaxed fit tee, okay, and some sweatpants. That's where I was going with that. Oh, I do. And you were like, (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about? You could have been like Lieutenant Dan. You even tried to fight me on the Lieutenant Dan analogy, and then you couldn't fight me. You were like, oh, that was a good one. I Long story short, them. guys, these party episodes have spurts of us butting heads a little bit because I don't hold my tongue and oh, we're yeah, not used to that. Fucking just fucking assholes. In some parts, but in the end, we together we make the unit that Lieutenant Dan is. <laughs> and if you want to know what the oh. hell I'm talking about, <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah, you were like, that doesn't make any sense. And then you tried to say that I was that I was being some kind of way. They need to they need to hear the episode. I'm not. I'll say no more. Yeah, it's I put don't, to rest. Don't listen to it. Just don't listen to it because it's really embarrassing. I thought these party episodes were going to be like super That's fucking so hilariously cool. fun, but it was a little depressing. It's only brought you anxiety. Really I think did. it's fun. It was the idea was super fun until we got down to it, and I was like, "Oh, I can't do this." From the party, 
the beginning you fucking let loose though. I was like, damn, where is this fucking vibe whenever we're recording regularly? <laughs> no more backseat driving. <laughs> well, the toxic woman, everybody. My sources were besides Wikipedia is medium.com. The section, I literally got like the entire story from there was some parts that I had to get from Wikipedia, but um, True Crime by Kat, I want to say it's Lee, but it might be Leah. She did like a really, really good article on it. Like it was very, mm. really, I just listened to okay. it. Mm-hmm. Cool. All righty. Well, uh, you stuck to the script and uh, you gave us things relating in some kind of way to our modern situation that's happening right now. You gave us mass hysteria and a mysterious illness that uh, affected some people. Mysterious. Yes. (laughs) Very nice. I liked it. I, uh, we will resume, I guess next week as scheduled after tomorrow's party episode comes out. Mm -hmm. It's back to the usual. Yes. It'll be great. I agree. So make sure you guys follow us on the new Twitter and uh, keep following us on Instagram. Let us know what you think of what you thought of this uh, Q series, I'd like to call it. And uh, let us know if you want to contribute to our next party episode for next month and give us a listen tomorrow and see what you think. Yes. (laughs) Like, comment, rate, subscribe, review. And we love you guys. Bye. Bye.